0: This is Tertiary, Tertiary Delight, Delight a and podcast. it's a podcast where two best friends, two best
1: friends talk to you about their, their friendship, friendship yes. and it's
0: basically, it's like we lead them through a them. loosely guided conversation. Interview. Do you have a cool origin story? Yeah. yeah. cool I pulled it back. You
2: did, that's true, and technically it's really more my story, so... so. Um, makes sense that I should tell it in this situation, I guess. Uh, so I was out for a run with my partner at the time, and we popped into a coffee shop, uh, Cento and I saw a poster on the wall, um, advertising a film series, and what looked to be in what looked to be someone's house, um, and it mentioned that uh, they were going to be screening one of the movies by, uh, the filmmaker Elmo DeVar. And I was like, hmm, I like his stuff. And I like things where it looks like it's at someone's house, like house shows and stuff. Yeah. So maybe I'll go to this. Um, and it was, was it on uh, Sundays? Sundays then? Yeah, it Sundays. Um, and I didn't make it to that one, but I did make it to someone, some one of the other weeks. And uh, it was pretty rad. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I was like, oh, this person is great. I want to be friends with this person outside of this thing because he screens movies for strangers at his house, um, in his apartment, I should say. Um, and so then, yeah, we very quickly uh, became pals. And not long after that, I was also helping to run the series, mm. um, the Logan Square international film series.
3: So this is, this is all done in the apartment
1: at the time. Oh,
2: uh,
3: okay.
1: And later, uh, it uh, it took up residence at the Comfort Station in Logan Square.
3: Oh, okay.
1: And uh, also did some shows down at uh, the Hideout and some other places and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, now it's being run by three other two other guys, mm-hmm. and they're doing spectacular things with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good job. Do you good think job. Do you think
3: mm-hmm. you would have wanted to become friends if it actually hadn't been held at your apartment?
1: Yes, probably. probably.
3: But you were, uh, part of the appeal was, like, you know, the house oh, show. Oh, I
2: see. I see what you mean. I mean, that was part of the draw, for sure. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that if I had met Asa in some other context, mm. we would have enjoyed each other's company and become friends. Okay. It's, it's very, it's possible that that wouldn't be true, okay. but it seems pretty unlikely, given yeah. that, like, yeah. our dynamic fundamentally hasn't changed <laughs> for, like, however <laughs> many years we've been friends. Cool. Uh, what 2010? Yeah, seven, seven years. So seven years. Yeah, um, yeah. Our d- dynamic. I mean, it's it's. I would say maybe deepened and gotten like more recklessly, weird, <laughs> and silly and intuitive. Um, yeah. but the baseline seeds of it were around in the beginning.
3: So, but like, also, what what makes uh? I think this is a good general question too. Like, what makes you uh, consider or like yeah what do you, what makes you consider something in a friendship uh you know, moving beyond the like, oh this is a cool acquaintance I know who runs movies and screams them at their home, you know, like what what makes it a real friendship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So um to speak for, for myself, yeah, um
3: and he's talking a lot, so I want to. Right. Well, what you're,
2: you're, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, in, I guess within the context of your specific question, in terms of like what made me want to go beyond, to ask him if we could hang out outside of that, was just yeah, the vibe was good. I mean, as uh, was mentioned earlier, like we're both folks who like to have really sort of direct, in-depth conversations with people pretty immediately, um, and we're both like that, and. So for me, when I meet someone who I really dig, I'm like, cool, I want to spend more time with you. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a good vibe, and then we see, you know, sometimes our schedules mesh, and we hang out more, and sometimes they don't, and we hang out less. Um, And it was such that Asa's always, also one of the other things that made it easier to develop a friendship with him, uh, from my perspective, was that he is very uh, predisposed to spontaneity, if his schedule permits it, um, he's not always available, but if he is available, he's usually have to do all sorts of things. And I'm very much also that way. And so that very much facilitated us doing more. Um, he also has a car, and I've had to move multiple times uh, uh, not, not oh, around that that
3: period. That's the true basis of the And about. that, I
2: mean, yeah, logistics. logistics exactly. I also so. am
3: looking for a friend come end of June, so. <laughs> close friend. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, I
0: feel like that helps solidify us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But
3: also, I think we didn't. Uh, if you can do more lengthy, like self describing, <laughs> whatever, introductions. Just from the beginning. That yeah. would be great, too.
0: Yeah, so. Uh, but. Yeah, yes. if we just did a say your name and a small thing about yourself. In a circle. In a circle. In a circle. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd you start.
2: Uh, Josh is my name, Josh Samuels. And
1: I really like eating food Perfect. of all kinds. I'm Asa. And I have never told anyone this, but I have an inordinate fondness for incandescent bulbs and I'm really sad. <laughs> that they're not. They're gonna really, sister. you know. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Well, my name is Bonnie, and I burned an the bulb. No, uh, like, have you ever had one of those weird uh, serpentine lamps, like with the, with like,
1: um, oh, oh, two lip looking, yeah, oh uh, yeah,
3: head. So I had one of those. They had like. Bunch of different colors, and I would always read at night because my parents didn't like me reading for some reason. <laughs> so I would stick the light under my cover, under the blankets, and I would read. Oh. Um, and once I did that the whole night, and I, in the morning I saw that the the plastic cover for <laughs> this lamp had just melted on top of the bulb. <laughs> um, and I was I was probably lucky that I didn't start a fire or something, but. Don't do that. Let your children read. <laughs> Moral of the story. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Oh, wait. No?
0: Okay. My name is Daniel Lynchwood, and uh, I forget the reason why, but a girl once used that technique to burn a shirt that I had.
3: That's like, that was her goal?
0: She said she was sorry. Like, I can't remember. I just know that whenever I put on the shirt, I'm like, there's this hole in the shirt with this burn mark. and it's She dead was reading, reading because at
3: night and she put your shirt
0: She was like, I want to read, but I don't want to wake up Dan. I'll throw his <laughs> shirt over the lamp. Oh. It'll be just the right amount. Oh, oh.
3: man. Do you, you still wear the shirt with the Yeah, lamp? yeah, with yeah, love. Can we pause real quick? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you have to run away? Oh, yeah. no, I do have to eventually. Oh, yeah, about now. Um so I don't know if Dan explained to you, but a friend of mine is not a different friend of mine. A different friend of
0: mine. <laughs> of <laughs> course.
3: Other than you guys are <laughs> flying. Alright. Drive safely. Um, uh uh. Uh-huh. Harass me yeah. whenever. Okay. okay. Um good meeting you guys. Great. time. in yeah. yeah. a media life later. Okay. I'm gonna go swimming now. <laughs> <laughs> in, in that pool, pool right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Right, yeah. Over yes. right over there. <laughs> yeah, so I'll go part of my car.
0: Have
1: a good weekend. <laughs> you Bye. I mean, in my mind, all that's going on right now is, I'm thinking, if we're in Big John Malkovich, where did she actually just go? <laughs> on the interstate. Yeah, right. On the interstate.
0: Which is where she needs to be. Really. That everything is <laughs> its right place. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, what was the... What was your emphasis for doing International Movie Club night? And were you doing it all by
1: yourself? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had just moved to, not just, but whatever. I had moved to Chicago, didn't know people in my neighborhood. I thought it was dumb that it's hard to meet people in your neighborhood. Uh, I had a projector. And I had Netflix. And I'm like, and and then I had this huge queue. And I'm like, when am I going to watch all these stupid foreign films? (laughs) Oh, I know. Uh, And I'm like, okay, well, I'll make a movie poster. Hey, look, I'll try to make a logo. Ooh, it came out neat. Uh, I'll go to print them at Office Max, and I'll hang them up in coffee shops.
0: Had you ever done anything like that before to make friendships? I tried
1: (laughs) once. Okay. And it didn't. In a different city? Yeah. 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 The setup didn't make any sense, but I was just trying out my chops. Right, right. Because I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Think so oh then okay i think i'm thinking of something different oh in tell the Spain. thing you're thinking of so um when i lived in davis california which is like the worst year of my life i was like i'm gonna watch american beauty tonight and guess what i'm gonna put up signs around the apartment complex and with like you know the girl and the uh, rose petals and be like american beauty 8 p.m apartment whatever it was but of course no one came to that because that's like <laughs> who's this like in davis right but for in for logan square there's enough people cool. who are like, hey, this looks cool, I wonder what this is about. Right, 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 right. Or whatever the non-bro version is. <laughs> hey, mm, that looks interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was <laughs>
2: thinking of a different thing. What was the thing? Primer. Was that before that? Wasn't that before that?
1: I don't know. I like uh, so sure so that. What was the thing? Primary? Back. Is that what you said? That's okay. Back. There's a, a movie called Primer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured, if you haven't seen it, let's watch it. Correct. Okay, great. Uh, or we're already in it right now, perhaps. <laughs> um, back in the day, on your Facebook profile, when you listed your likes, if you clicked on a, someone, one of someone's likes, like if you liked you Primer, could see a whole group of people. You would see the people who liked Primer. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I'm inviting all these people to my house right now. <laughs> and I did. And like... Four came. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, but I don't. I guess that must have been. Did four they came. come to see the movie? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I was like, hey, that's I'm awesome. showing Primer. You said it's your favorite film. Come on <laughs> over. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. But now they don't. You can't do the thing. Or maybe I don't think you can. Uh, yeah, I used to have a
0: friend who. Uh, that's how he got all his dates. <laughs> he would go and he'd look up things that he liked on Facebook. It's and then he'd find girls who liked that thing, and he'd just mention, message them and be like, "I don't know jack about you, except that you like this thing, and we are, you know, one of fifteen. We should meet."
1: And it was very pretty successful. compelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I did. People would come, and they'd be from the neighborhood, and I'd be like, "Hi, I'm you?" Yeah. Uh that's great. I think.
0: It's never, uh... That's not true. But I think it's interesting. I think there are people who are interested in that. That notion of, like, how do you make friends? It kind of, uh... I've got a friend who plays a lot of massively multiplayer games. And I was doing it with her for a while. And it sort of bummed me out. Because there were so many lonely people on it. Uh... How did you know they were lonely? Wait, I had talked to them, uh-huh. and they—they they would be—they would just say it. You know, there were so many who just like. Plus, mm-hmm. there was an addictive personality thing in myself, so I was on there mm-hmm. a million hours a day, and I was like, "You're on here a million hours a day. <laughs> What's wrong with your life?" And then they would—they would tell me, huh. and it's a bigger swastika. Population than I, I thought
1: you said swastika.
0: Swap. Yeah. When I was a little kid, uh, my mom kicked me out of the house and she said, You can't come home until you have some friends. <laughs> and I just walked and knocked on people's doors and uh-huh. I was like, My mom said I need to make friends. Uh-huh. And they were like, No little boys live here, keep going. <laughs>
2: And then did you eventually buy it? Yeah, we ran into a
0: house that had uh, like eight boys, and the first one to open the door was five or six years younger than me, which was too young. But I ended up doing like sort of like, the, like a Goldilocks thing, and I would be friends with the little one, and then I was friends with the older one, and then finally I was like, "Oh, this one kid's my age," and it was like, <laughs> then we became best friends for the you know years that I lived in that neighborhood. Fantastic! Your yeah. mom, right? Thanks. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. People are mortified by that story, uh, and uh, I find it one of the more endearing of my mom's stories.
1: I mean, I wonder what the mother of those kids must have thought of your mom. When they heard your story like oh I hi, my mom said I can't come home till I have friends. Right. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> my kids have to be your friend. Yeah.
2: yeah. I do have
0: kids. <laughs> <laughs> can't hide them now. Yeah. Right. I think that yeah, there's pity on me. Yeah. Good job. Uh are there. How, you both strike me as people who have had friendships for long periods of time. Is that true? Like, how, what's the, your longest friendship? 20. What is this? Probably 20 years? 21 years?
1: Yeah, that's serious. 20 years. 30 years, but very sort of on, Like, never. I, there's not someone I'm like called every week for 30 years. Yeah, which I have friends who have done that. And right, I'm like, right, right, right. Whoa. I wish that I had done that. But. Right. Anyway, I also got a head start on you. It's true. Okay.
2: We're not the same age.
0: I uh I like that about friendship though, that it has a plasticity or elasticity where you can be friends through arguments and fights and distance that I think would ruin almost any other relationship,
2: which is why I personally believe that friendship should be the basis of all relationships. Yeah. That's just my preference. Yes.
1: And, and when people say, do you want to take it further? I'm like, w- where do you s- suppose that is? You Oh, back
3: there? Oh, <laughs> Back
1: there.
2: <laughs> Away from unconditional care? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that is an emotional
1: interplay. <laughs> we can experience it if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Uh.
0: Has there ever been a point in time where there was contentiousness in your two relationships?
1: Mm. Can you... Can mm. you well... Mm. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm not going to use the word contentiousness because okay. that doesn't feel. I can't ascribe yeah. that to any moment. Uh, there's tension in every relationship. Uh, if you have one in mind, go for it. I mean, I
2: don't know that it's necessarily re- was reciprocated at that time. It, perhaps it was. I have a sense that you probably have tensions that are unique to you that you were feeling that I ne- didn't necessarily know about, or maybe that I did, uh, and. Vice versa, although I feel like maybe we talked about it, I don't know, maybe we did Um, Relatively early in our uh, friendship, I was going to say our relationship, that's yeah, more accurate, our relationship, um, I really wanted to hang out more than we were able to hang out. Uh, Asa is someone who understandably knows a lot of people, is involved in a lot of things uh, for various reasons. And uh, that was true at that time as well. And I met Asa just to my knowledge, just as he was starting to really um, grant more value to the idea of knowing his uh, energetic boundaries and sort of social boundaries when he needed space for himself to, like, recharge or process his shit or whatever. Um, And so, yeah, maybe, like, a couple months into us knowing each other, maybe more than that, but it was still, it was relatively early. Um, I remember there being a a point in time when just, maybe it was the beginning, I don't honestly remember super exactly when it was, but I just remember trying to schedule stuff, and it just was, like, really difficult. Um, And, or we would schedule stuff, and then he would cancel and I remember being really, like, feeling disappointment and feeling like, oh, man, I really want to hang out with this person. It's really bumming me out that I can't hang out with them or that, like, we made plans and now they're backing out. Like, I mean, sure, everybody does that. I do that. I know that. But uh, still, it was something that was, was – uh, felt hard. But that said, I really appreciated his and, – and that only grew um, – But I did appreciate his uh, clarity, ability to be clear about his boundaries and about like the fact that he needed space or time or whatever, and that he would let me know when he wanted to hang out, or I I would check in with him and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's do this day," Um, and I didn't mind doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, And but it's just that there was genuineness and honesty about kind of where he was at and what he needed, Um, and as I say, that's something that like. I watched him develop more and more strongly that sense of himself. And it was really inspiring to witness that and to recognize within myself when I needed to do that or whatever, you know, helped me kind of be like, oh yeah, that's, it is helpful to sometimes recognize, oh, I need to take time or space or whatever, which does not say I didn't do that before, but like there was a really um, distinct intentionality Uh, and sort of self-awareness, conscientiousness um, about his boundary setting um, and his honoring of those boundaries, uh, which I really don't, so.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Uh, That specifically happened when we were hanging out last, and it's one of the first things I said when I was leaving. uh, With, uh, I was hanging out with Mackenzie, and uh, I was like, you, we were in a conversation about politics, and you said, oh, yeah. this has been interesting, but I don't want to talk about politics. Uh, if other people do, that's fine, uh, but I just want to make it clear that I would like to talk about lighter fare Fair this evening. and the, yeah, that direct way of, like, acknowledging the other people and that they might have a differing opinion, like, but clearly, directly saying how you were feeling, I, I, I was very impressed by. It. Like, and I think, look, that's sort of what you're saying. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, for sure. That way to, like, talk about stuff, like, I think it's a very useful life trait.
2: Well, the thing that was particularly neat um, that I just realized as well and wanted to make sure to add is, like, that. The more he did it, and then the more you know, I started to do it. The more it normalized that sort of communication, yeah, and made it um unrem- more more unremarkable. It's still remarkable because I don't know a lot of people that do it well, right. or do it at all. Um, but but I made that it, you you pick it up too, for sure, yeah. Um, and it just made it it made it very relatively quickly. It became effortless. And like to the point where like nowadays we do our thing and we're like we check in with each other when we think of it, we make plans, change plans, cancel plans, and there's just no anything. It's just oh okay we're gonna do this. Oh no we're gonna do that. Oh we can't do that. Oh, okay, and there's just you know because we made we made space for that dynamic, and there's and there's an undergirding, and I mean this is a thing with friendship. There's that undergirding of care. And this yeah. thing of like, oh, I want this person to be taking care of themselves right. in every moment of their life. And if there's any way that I can support and facilitate that, fantastic. Right. Um, because
0: that's what's most important to me. Yeah, I think that speaks to your ethics versus morality talk a little bit too that happened before. That like, the the underpinning is this idea of care. Mm-hmm. You don't need a stricture. You need to assess Situations as they come, mm-hmm. and what are the building blocks that how I deal with this, right? And to, to say, you know, if something has come up, if Isa cancels
2: on me or changes plans or whatever, does something that really like discombobulates me, that I can say, Oh, hey, can we make a point of making a new date right now? Or, like, oh, this is really, I'm really like freaking out, and like, whatever, I can do that, and he can hold space for that, or he can be like, Sorry, dude. Dial tone, whatever you know. Um, <laughs> Try not to
1: pull that one, but <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there, there no. are equivalents of that. Exactly, yeah. um,
2: and I, and that's important too, because that's part of the process. Like this thing of like, it's not always going to be smooth sailing. Oh, no problem, no problem. Right. Um, sometimes there's problems, and that's fine. That's just people are different. <laughs> um, and it's that again, uh, the, the baseline intentionality of like accepting that people are different, accepting that there's a baseline of care that probably exists, um, and trying to voice conflict. I mean, that's last thing I'll say because I have a tendency to ramble. I'm already rambling. Um, is that I'm super interested in the idea of conflict and how like our culture is generally... A lot of elements of our culture are often very conflict-avoidant. Um, wow. I understand why that is, but I think... Conflict is very fascinating because it's usually um, rooted in extreme vulnerability. And I like the idea. I'm I'm not super good at this yet, but I'm really interested every time I remember uh, that this is what I want to do, like going toward conflict and trying to, I mean, you know, not if it's like unsafe completely or something like that. You have to assess that. But like in most cases of like socio-emotional conflict, you just have to figure out how to make space for it to like release itself. Um, cause there's something there that's triggering it and that's really important. And we usually mm-hmm. try to minimize it or ignore it or gaslight it or whatever. And that's super bullshit, um, yeah. but it's hard cause that's our culture is all about that.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think that the, that's an interesting point that you think that Our really made me appreciate the people here to have conflicts and don't avoid them. And I had a couple of issues like that. But on the flip side, I used to tell people that I loved conflict avoidant people. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, you know, and and another way to say that is like, a lot of times those people are passive aggressive, right? They they don't want to tell you, so they're just going to like, do some bullshit way to tell you whatever their thing is. Oh my God, those were the best. Because you just don't have to give any care as to their feelings or oh. <laughs> anything. You just walk right over them because they're never gonna mention it to you. And you just do whatever
1: you want at I any never point wanted in time. I to do that. <laughs> Wait, were you saying that ironically? No, not exactly.
0: Mostly no. Mostly no. And in my head, uh, you know, the, in a friendship circle, that was <laughs> that was all of our positions, basically. Uh, and so, it was more, you know, our justification for that was basically like, "This will teach these people to not do this anymore." And, and then, did that did eventually, you like, did they're you gonna. Want that to be true. <laughs>
1: <Not> <laughs> probably they just stopped hanging out with me. More than anything else. Are these people raising children now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, none of them are raising children. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's so certainly not I, passive-aggressive children. <laughs> I take the point, actually. At the level of analysis that that statement exists at, it's true. It's just that there are other levels of analysis that I subscribe to.
2: Sure, sure. And so, I do recognize what you're saying in terms of like cultural distinctions, because I do think that there's a <clears throat> there are ideas of cultural honor and respect, which are intuitively different in different places, and I think that can be like healthfully functional if everyone has a baseline of knowing, like, understanding how that works. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that's legit. I just feel like, at least in my experience, in the US, which is where I basically <laughs> spent my entire life, um, people who are conflict avoidant tend to be conflict avoidant not because they're trying to uh, show care and okay. shore up social conventions. Sometimes there is some shoring up of social conventions, but usually that's a defense mechanism it's a, that's like a, a an avoidant defense mechanism. Um, they want everything to be fine so that they don't feel bad. Um, that doesn't mean they actually don't have issues. Um, and a lot of people don't even necessarily care about having everything be fine. They just don't want to deal with the issues. And I personally, am like, I don't wanna. I don't feel like that that's rooted in like general respect and care. I feel like that's just rooted in like fear. Right, right, right. And, and I totally get that, because I have done a lot of it. I'm super familiar with it. Yeah, But I just don't like it very
1: much. I'm going to do some later tonight. <laughs> I have a plan. Yes. I, mean, I hope you enjoy it when it happens.
0: Surprises. <laughs> I think that this is a tough one to come off, off the top of your head, but maybe not. Uh, moving forward on this conflict, and the conflict resolution sort of thing. Are there... Problems that have arisen with other people in your life, or just things that you've had to tackle together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there's this woman. Near- <laughs> uh, long story, um, but we we definitely uh, worked together to try to figure that whole relationship out. Uh, I, would, I would. ended up in a uh, romantic partnership with her, um, and uh, I'll just frame it this way. Initially, I think there was, well, you can speak to your interest. Is she a psychologist? Psychotic. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay, so
2: first of all, I just want to step in. I feel like we should rewind this conversation, and you should use a different name out of confidentiality. You're totally right. Because that's kind of bullshit. You're totally right. Because this is something that other people who know her might hear. Oh,
1: actually, yeah, I have no idea what this is. So, because this is going to be...
2: Oh, you don't know what this Right. He doesn't know what this is. This is something that will likely be made public at a later time. So, Okay. okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So... All right. So, it, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Okay.
1: So, <laughs> so, so, there was this woman, Shayla. <laughs> Sheila. Shayla. <laughs> right, right. <coughs> she was from Australia. Anyway, um, Josh and I met her at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, and um, uh, it, i i got involved with her, and it was a very uh, high-intensity, rough-going relationship, where like there were constantly things getting out, like. Out of balance and falling off to the side, and we had to try to fix it, and just like triggering the triggerings of the triggerings of the triggerings, and but we're like we're gonna go, we're gonna go for it because we're doing this, <laughs> and uh, anyway, um, um <clears throat> excuse me, yeah that I that.
2: It's cool to hear. I've never actually, we didn't do like a post-mortem uh, on this so circumstances. I forgot side. she said That's right. Um, so yeah, or a debrief um, after the... Okay, <laughs> come on. Um, so that's, that's cool th- to hear. It's not uh, tremendously surprising, but it's still nice to hear. Um, I hadn't really thought about your perspective on my element in that situation. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty uh, automatic for me. Asa was an important person in my life. Um, Shayla had become an important person in Ace's life, and also became a good friend of mine um, okay. as well. So that was also like an element of it because I'm someone who like generally wants to be friends with most people. Um, that has meant that I've like largely become pretty good friends with most of Ace's partners. Although, it's interesting because his current partner, um, who I would say of the partners I've been around for, is the strongest partner he's had to date. Um, They're also still together, so that's a thing. Um, But that partner is someone who, I think one of the major distinctions is really has her own life distinct from his life. Um, They overlap a bunch, but they also don't. They also, like, Really do their own thing, and because of that, I, I don't know. I don't know. Want to like necessarily hyperanalyze that relationship, but like right. that's an interesting quality. And so as a result, I am definitely I consider her a solid friend, but I don't really know her very well. We don't hang out one on one all that often. We have occasionally. I enjoy talking with her very much. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I didn't develop a, a really intense relationship with her in the same way that. For example, I did with Shayla because but she was always around. she was always around, and hmm. and so hmm. I mean hmm. it might have been later on that she had be- she could have become less around uh, less around just because she was around at the beginning because there was some period where we interacted a lot we really got to know each other and then we dug each other and we kept being friends uh, it was interesting because we tried being friends after they broke up and. That only lasted a fairly short period of time before she was just like, "I'm sorry, I really enjoy being your friend, but I just can't. Like, this is really hard for me because you just make me think of Asa." Um, And I'm like, "Totally legit, no problem." Uh, And it, you know, it was painful because I really liked being her friend, but I totally understood for sure that impulse, and it was no problem. Like, you you know, you do what you gotta do. And, and we've reconnected since. Um, we're friends on Facebook, so I see her stuff a lot. Um, we aren't super close. Um, she's never made a point of like reaching out to me and really engaging with me after the breakup. But we will, you know, have our little threads of chats um, occasionally. And and I think she, I mean, I still think she's a super interesting, like s- solid person, um, really good-hearted person. Um, so I'm glad that I'm still like connected to her in some degree. But yeah, so that was an interesting element of it, is that, like, I was there to support Asa, because I was there to support everything. I was there to support Asa, I was there to support Shayla, I was there to support them. Um, Oh, wow.
0: Like, that was a no-brainer. Okay. So I feel like that gives me a little different sense of what was happening. Because basically, all the support I've ever gotten in a situation like that was my friends would be like, you need to break up with uh-huh. that Fuck and, that. And I, I, <laughs> I fucking hate that. I know that dynamic. Ugh. And I've even gone, had so far as, I've had friends make the decision for me. <laughs> and they would call up the girl and be like, Dan's breaking up with you. Like, oh, 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 oh. oh. I'd be like, well, my, my heart lies with Matt Crowd, so I guess I'm breaking up with you.
2: Oh, it's funny, I'm just remembering, I haven't really thought about the intricacies of that relationship in a long time, um, and I'm, like, remembering now that, like, I actually facilitated, like, very intentional, intense talks between yeah. them, like, <laughs> I totally forgot about doing that. Yeah, then we all got a ticket. Yeah, that's right. Like a speeding ticket? No, we were out in the park after hours, or on the on the lakeshore, because <clears throat> Shayla lived by the lake. Yeah. And we, like, walked out. And the police were just like, hey, why are you here? We're just like, we're just hanging out. And they were like, we're going to write you a ticket.
1: Yep. Correct. No.
2: Yep. Can't be here. It's like, you know, 1230 in the morning or
0: something. It was super late. Yeah, but I mean, people are walking. The path all
1: night. Is that true? Yeah.
2: Like that's I mean, like they're not supposed crazy. to be. It, it is technically closed. I don't
1: know. From I mean, like there's signs. Yeah, it's, it's signed. But we were finishing our. Anyway. Yeah. And we—that's no, crazy. We were I've, crazy. I've never working heard working of anybody
0: other than kids swimming. I've seen kids swimming. It. It was kind of uh, like that. <laughs> okay.
1: I, mean, I mean, that's probably what the cop was like. Yeah, you were just swimming. I bet. We can oh, say okay. it, but that's because that's the yeah.
0: They don't care if you're moving. Right. I mean, we were so pretty static. Like we were like, we were, were not okay. But the fear is because people have drowned before. At oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we weren't. We weren't in the water. Yeah. But, but the, physically. Do, but do you think you think that there's a po- possibility that they actually did think you were swimming? No. Oh, it's just. Right. I don't know. I, exactly. I'm so mad. Anytime <laughs> I hear anybody's been given a ticket. Oh, well, we can so. talk more about that later. That's
1: a <laughs> whole
2: discussion. I don't know if you wanted to talk. Like, you didn't talk about your conflicts. If there was any solo oh. conflicts, if you wanted to go on that, I talked about my end of it.
1: But. I do some on I got a lot of inner conflict okay. all the time, and I really appreciate your insights on the nature of conflict and what uh, what riches lie there. Yeah. Um, so, like, I I experienced... Uh, uh, it related to some of the stuff you're talking about, like, at one point, you were like, hey, what about, like, if... Uh, about that back room in your apartment like and part of me was like I don't know it's really good for our I'm but I didn't say anything out loud I'm mm-hmm. like I'll check with the roommate <laughs> and I did check in with them but then I was like also like what This doesn't feel I don't think I can do this but then I didn't go back to Josh and be like I don't think I can do this I was like the roommates I don't think it's going to work <laughs> out just not vulnerable enough but I I had a lot of conflict cuz like it's not like I didn't love this person or uh like they couldn't like it would have been fun there would have been a lot of great elements to it but i like couldn't like deal we're talking about my possibly living like a they had like enclosed back porch yeah um and there was
2: a a point in time when i was like trying to figure stuff out i was between places and so yeah that's
1: that's specifically what that was about so that was that was a good inner that was that was yeah conflict about our relationship (laughs) uh I, I would experience conflict sometimes about, um, like, we would have just gone somewhere and had a good time, hung out, whatever, and then I was dropping you off or back in stunt suit or something. And we would end up, like, sitting in the car and talking for, like, an hour. Yeah. Which was really cool, but I always was like, uh, yeah. I want to be back in my place. I'm
2: um, definitely... And yeah. You, you got the rambling, and uh-huh. it's just a funny style thing. It is. And I, I very much... That's something that I've become personally, like, super aware about myself, and I'm, that's actually something in, like, like, recently that I've been, like, like, ah, oh, I just need to set timers when I hang out with people, because I have a tendency to just, like, want to keep talking with people, and often, yeah. although maybe not always, it's reciprocated, but then by the end of it, I'm just, like, God, I'm fucking destroyed. We were, maybe we were only talking for, like, an hour or two hours, maybe it was long longer than that, but then it's just, like, that idea of just, like, completely draining all the energy. Like squeezing every little drop, and it's like no, I don't need to do that. Doesn't actually feel good, right? Um, like it feels good to have conversation and engagement, but like mm-hmm. it doesn't need to go until it's completely exhausted. Like I personally am super into in non-interact, like social interaction, direct social interaction situations. If I go to a show or something, I definitely have gotten into the habit of being like, oh, cool, I'm good. Like I'm gonna leave now. When, yeah. like, when my body is like, oh, it's time to leave. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Like, if I go to a party or if I go to a concert or whatever, like, you know, plenty of times I might stay to the end, but like, also I might leave after the first band or after 45 minutes at the party or I don't know. Um, and just having that internal clock about like what feels right. And that's something I'm still working on, On like I say, interpersonal. And part of that is, I think, because I grew up in the middle of nowhere, an only child with two. <laughs> People who didn't <laughs> couldn't communicate <laughs> very well, and so I just when I when there's good social engagement, I'm just like, oh god, I'm so hungry for that.
1: Um, but that doesn't mean it's not good to, you know, moderate. It's funny when when I haven't been with people for a while, I like I'm like even more resistant to wanting <laughs> to talk or listen to them, which is not normal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm used to being alone a lot, and like my job is to be alone, fundamentally. So like, yeah. Yeah, but
1: he actually can get you. Oh yeah, like done with that. All of that. Was... Yeah, that was real. <laughs> for like the last for the last five minute. minutes. Yeah,
2: that
1: was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I hung out with you dead when they were here, mm-hmm. and Tina? Yeah, and then they were
2: yeah you never. I'm. Uh... No, no, no. No. Yeah, she died before I met you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but you met uh, my stepmom. Yeah. And so I right went out
1: to Maine with you. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple yeah, that was great.
2: Ago. A couple times. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of my my best friend mm-hmm. in Maine, my ASA equivalent in Maine, uh, his wedding. I brought ASA.
0: Last question I'm gonna ask is uh, probing uh, into the future. Uh, What do you think your friendship looks like 10 years from now? I mean, I'll
2: say I'm not really gonna give you an answer because I don't really know. Um, And I don't like to speculate about the future pretty fundamentally, um, because who the fuck knows? I will say that Asa once made a phenomenal uh, doodle on a napkin uh, of the two of us mm-hmm. sitting at a, a table. Um, uh, we were, I think, we were in front of uh, which um, um in Andersonville. I agree, we uh, were in Andersonville. Kopi. Cop- Kopi. Yeah, we were sitting at a table outside of Kopi, and I forget what prompted it, but. Aces started making this little doodle of the two of us sitting at this table, and uh, put it up on Facebook uh, on this napkin. And then I captioned it, "Grumpy old mention," because uh, we're both Jews, and so I like to think of us. Like that's that's a nice that's a vision that's in my head of like the two of us is like actually somehow becoming cantankerous,
1: yeah, old yeah. people in Andersonville. <laughs> No, that's perfect. That's great. I, For my part, um, yes, to <laughs> not knowing what life is to bring. But informed, I think, by uh, our trip to New Hampshire, mm. which, like many other trips we have gone off on in a car, <laughs> was just like <laughs> rummaging through the wilderness. <laughs> it was the best. Phrase I have for it, and just doing our thing, and knowing that that's uh, a vehicle for our relationship that is like very feels very solid, and something to return to, because like we've spent our friendship both here in Chicago, up until this last year, and like I'm not going to be in Chicago that much longer. You're not necessarily in Chicago, right? Except here and there. Right. So the the the. the right word. This... stick, st- Strip? <laughs> what is it called? Um... Like the... Syrup The Stride. Oh, yeah, okay. kind of gate. Gotcha. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Gate and strep didn't get you there. Yeah. The relationship, you know, transformed, as you say, with the rhythm of things and geography and all that. Yeah. But... There's there's those fun, those blocks. That's
0: the old man. Yeah. Okay, bam! Uh, we finished a show.
3: You finished a show.
0: Uh, and now, what do you do? You're like, clearly... You keep going. Yeah. 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 Okay. Clearly you have nothing better to do. So oh, just listen oh. to the next show. Oof, if, oof. You, if you made it through a full one. Oh, and then number two, mm-hmm. uh, if you listen to the first show, we were like, we're super accessible. Yeah. You can email us and talk to us.
3: All of that is in the footnotes yeah. of each episode.
0: But I want to like ra- raise the stakes. Okay. And be like, definitely email me if you if you made it through this show.
3: I want you to email me. Yeah, just like
0: do it. Do like, it. Like it's yeah. not like, uh, okay, you could do this. No, no do, do it. This. Yeah. Do this thing. Please do it. Literally. Yeah,
3: we'd be so happy.
0: Yeah. yeah. I have so many friends, I have a couple friends, who do podcasts and then they're like, you know, a hundred, thousands of people listen. I have no feedback. It's fucking, I want two people to listen and just send me feedback and then I'll feel good about myself.
3: Great. Okay, well, if you're going to be one of those two people, we're looking forward
0: to getting your email.
3: Yes. Um, Okay. Great. Uh, Catch you in the next one.
0: Yeah, thanks.